you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And did you see who was unveiled on The Masked Singer last night as the snail? Yeah, because Ray was texting me about it all morning. She's like, The Masked Singer, <laughs> it's absurd. I was like, Yeah, but that snail's like a good costume. What is nobody? Who is it? What's going on? Who is it? I'm really confused. Is there a body inside there? Ah! It's something in there! Uh-oh. Oh my going gosh! On? What? What? When Kermit's little hands pop up over the snail body, I actually gasped at it. Truly the most famous person who's ever been on Mass Singer is Kermit the Frog. Absolutely. Now all the rules are broken and that show is no longer fun for me because it's genuinely celebrities. Kermit the Frog is like Elvis. Like how are we... How am I supposed to guess them if I'm if it's every single person who's ever been known? Another costume I think is fantastic are these Russian dolls, but apparently it's Hanson. it's Hanson and they're trying to fool you. But listen, apparently the rumor is that you think it's two people because it's two costumes, but there's two Hanson in one of the dolls. Oh, and one of the Hansons is controlling yes, the mouth. Oh my me. god! Like because people because are like one of the Russian oh, it's dolls. Two dolls, like it couldn't be Hanson, but it's literally oh their god, voices. Two people and somebody's because one of the dolls is huge, and they're saying two of the Hanson are in one. Oh my god! Doll. The dolls are gonna unnest whenever they're unnest. Yeah, they're and there's gonna, gonna be another doll, another doll the, in there. In the oh doll. my god! This is the most brilliant show on television. It is, but I do, it, I am resentful of them having real singer. I just, I don't think, if the point is to, the po- okay, clearly the point is not anymore what it was when it first launched. The point is brand new. The point is morphing in front of our eyes. Because the point used to be like, I'm not known as a singer and I love to sing. Or, you know, I used to be known as a singer and people forgot about me. But like, Hanson like still perform. I just, mm-hmm. I don't feel... They don't count to me. And Kermit the Frog is fucking Kermit the Frog. The point is fully PR at this point. It's lip sync battle. It's James Corden. That's all it is. The the point is that these costumes are just fucking incredible. And if this show is to be recognized for like anything at this point, it's like the creativity Creativity. of the Mm -hmm. kind of costuming and the reveal of it all. I want to hear Kermit singing You Make My Dreams by Hall & Oates. Here it is. Oh yeah, welcome to 
never get over the fact that half, no, 75% of being a mass singer judge is just going, who is that? Who is that? I don't know who it is. Ignorance is literally your job. No, but the best part is that, like, who would ever think that it'd be Kermit the Frog? Like, <laughs> Kermit the Frog is not even, a, like, a person in the in the costume. He's a costume in a costume. It's genius. It is genius. It is genius. You were listening to Who's There, our weekly call-in show, where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619-WHO-THEM. We're going to start with comments because there are so many of them. Hey, Lindsay Bobby. Um, I'm a nursing student, and I administer the vaccine with my job. And I just wanted to tell you that since it's mostly older people who are getting the vaccine right now, I have seen plenty of cold shoulder tops on women of a certain age. They're always very happy with themselves for wearing it, and I'm happy with them too. I love them. I love giving the vaccine. Crunch, crunch. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. This is a nursing student who called earlier a few days ago about the cold shoulder tops. I just have an update that now older women who are coming in with cold shoulder tops are calling them their Dolly Parton shirts. Ah, so amazing. Crunch, crunch. That's so great to hear. I did, someone did call and said, you guys didn't even mention that the cold shoulder shoulders were not revealed to have any tattoos on them as part of, as per the conspiracy, we got a peek at like her shoulders and they they were tattooless. So it's kind of, or maybe they were makeup. I don't know. Now I'm, then I opened it again and I just kept look. I was like, you're so right. We didn't even think about that. Oh, I thought about that. If anything, I think it offers more proof. She's only willing to show a sliver of her arm. Yeah. No, I'm just saying we got a, like another peek and it just didn't really it was it wasn't really discussed by us who claimed we are obsessed with this, con- this uh, conspiracy. But apparently we weren't thinking about it. Hi, Lindsay Bobby, one of your Australian who's here calling to do my Australian duty and let you know that AFL is not soccer. Um, it's basically our national game and I guess it's kind of like NFL in that we're the only country that really plays it at this level and where it's so popular Um, but that really wasn't why I was calling I was calling on the Brooke Blurton Bachelor drama Um, so Brooke did leave the Bachelor because she wasn't having the feels but it was also because on one of the her final dates with Nick the Bachelor he had told her that he wasn't planning on picking anyone at the final rose ceremony so she pulled the pin in the final three to avoid that humiliation which was really was a good call because at the final two Nick did the dirty and didn't pick either of the final two because I guess he's an Australian man-child. Anyway, thanks, Lindsay Bobby. Crunch, crunch. Just like I pronounced Nanaimo wrong, I also said that the AFL was soccer just to get all the Australians to come out of the woodwork and give us a call. Just kidding. I had no fucking idea. I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, AFL is football, but it's got slightly different rules and it's Australians like very own version, essentially. And it's a big sport there. It's very different. And I and I feel ignorant. I did not know this. It's like fully different. But the ball looks the same. The ball looks like an American football. It's just like yeah. they do things. They I don't do think you should feel way. ignorant. You barely know about sports in your own nation. How are you it's supposed very, to really know about sports across the world? You know, it's if, very you can go your own way whenever you're looking at the rules for this. this you sport. Can go your own way. It's very you can go your own way. <laughs> I'm more interested in an Australian bachelor saying, I'm not going to pick any of you. Right. Basically, <laughs> Brooke Blurton's bachelor was a 
fuckboy in TV terms and didn't decided not to pick anyone. And she was like, I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> so now she's dating someone else in G Flip. I forget the other guy's name. And G Flip, who we Performed got... with Rita at the gay and lesbian Mardi Gras. Well, the thing is, G Flip, we got a DM from a hooligan, Nina who was like, G-Flip is actually iconic. Like, I'm sure you're going to get a lot of calls and messages about this. We didn't, but I did listen to G-Flip's music. I'm go- I'm going to play some of G-Flip's music here because I there's a song called Hyperfine that rules. Hi, Who Weekly. I assume you're getting a million calls about this, but the cycling instructor that got the vaccine because she was a quote educator um, was a soul cycle educator, soul cycle teacher, not a Peloton instructor. Um, big difference. And also, I hope you have also gathered from the thousand calls I assume you've gotten about this that Robin and all of the other Peloton cycling instructors are very much them to anybody in the Peloton community that is like a fairly rabid and obsessive cultish community of which I'm a part of. Um, so the hooing of Robin is a little crazy, but I understand where you're coming from. And to the outside world, absolutely a who to anybody within Peloton, absolutely them, especially Robin. She's like the zeniest of the Peloton people. So um, that's all. Bye. I think the way that people feel about Peloton now is the way that people felt about SoulCycle before quarantine. Like truly, mm-hmm. I think that the same and, – and people like truly loving, loving Peloton. Peloton mm-hmm. owners, the, the way that we felt about the ad – that feeling mm-hmm. is gone. Like that it could not be, that's like fully irrelevant. Now it's like mm-hmm. a deep devotion to this device that has gotten a lot of people kind of like their brains, the chemistry in their brains correct via this program. So I think yeah. a lot of people like really just love Peloton. We did mix up. It was a soul cycle instructor. I forget her name, obviously, and I don't care to look it up, who was the one who was like, I need the vaccine. I'm whoever, you know. Stacy Griffith was her name. Mm-hmm. But moving on, no more calls about confusion today. No more. Um, during the last episode, it was asked whether Gemma Collin knows who Douglas Emhoff is and does Paulie Pratt know who Piper Parabo is. Um, but the question should have been, does Polly Pratt know who Kamala Harris is? And the answer is yes. Um. According to Polly Perrette, Kamala is a beloved friend of 10 years, and Kamala was the first person to call her after she got attacked by a homeless man. However, Kamala has never acknowledged Polly publicly. Crunch, crunch. I mean, the question really is, like, the conversation that Kamala's comms team is having with her about these poly tweets and reach-outs. Like, mm-hmm. hey, Kamala, do you think, like, we should respond to these? Like, what's the deal? What's the plan with these poly tweets? Like, she just keeps on every few months, she just keeps on tweeting that she knows you. And it seems like she does know you. Like, what are what are we going to do? She also says that she's one of the people who begged Kamala to run for 
for president. What? <laughs> what? She said, I've been begging to get her to run for president. And this was in 2019. And she's, how many people Kamala was officially running? Do you think that, that Polly has told to run for president? That woman probably meets you in 10 minutes <laughs> later. She's like, you know what? You should run for president. You are special. <laughs> but at the same time, how many people have told Kamala Harris to run for president? <laughs> you know? Right. Like, true. Plenty of people told Kamala Harris to run for president, and Polly Pret told her barista this morning after she like got her order correct. <laughs> right, was to like, run for president. This is the most perfect oat milk green matcha latte I've ever had. Run you should president. run for president. Yeah, no, truly. Yeah, yes. <laughs> she also said, "Remember when Polly Pret got attacked by that guy and it was really scary, and then she yeah. drew the she got the photo drawn of him and it looked just like the guy <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> who did it." Yeah. She says that when the news broke that she got attacked. She says, when I was brutally attacked by a homeless guy in 2015, she called me on the phone, almost in tears, worried. She's the real thing. She's awesome. I gotta say, though, I hope that uh, Polly gave her, you know, 1% of her CSI whatever earnings, which equals out to like a gajillion dollars to run. I wonder how much she donated to that uh, presidential campaign. Well, let me tell you something, Lindsay. I looked it up because all that shit is public. Oh, my God. Polly Perrette, since 2015 has given over $10,000 to Kamala Harris's Senate campaign. She put her money where her mouth is. That's all that I, that that to me is like, okay, fine. Like then I'm like, whatever. You can post a picture fine, with her you. and say like, oh, my best friend, Kamala Harris, you know? I had to pause the podcast because um, you were just talking about the vanity plates of to be and not to be. Um, and it, they're parked in a really obvious place as you drive out of London along the Thames. Um, and... There's various rumours going around about who owns them. Um, For a while, everyone said it was Richard Attenborough. Um, And then it was obviously, then maybe um, after he died, people said that um, he'd been inherited by David Attenborough. But actually, the people that own those cars for to be and not to be are Robert Bourne and his wife, Sally Green. Um, She, I think, owns the Old Vic Theatre. And she was the producer who produced Billy Elliot the musical um and i think he's something to do with theater as well so it's still appropriate but um yeah it's a it might well be also that kenneth branner is a friend and has driven their cars but the um the owners are uh, robert Bourne and his wife sally green um me and greece women don't belong in balloons crunch crunch God, that's so funny. So apparently the cars are parked in a spot where you can literally see them from the street in a specific area, which is why they're always photographed. Like it's they like own. art. <laughs> it's like a ad for the old Vic, an ad for mm-hmm. theater. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I was a little hesitant because I couldn't find actual proof that he owned them, but there were definitely people saying that they saw him in it. So that would make sense. Yeah, that totally makes sense. That's like, oh, just take the car around. And you know he loves that as a bit, driving that car well, around. Well, but I mean, he's he could have just been in the car with his friends who own the old Vic since he's been in, I'm sure, quite a few old Vic productions. You know, not even like, oh, I'm getting in the car for a bit. It's like sometimes you get in your friend's cars. The few times I've driven your car, like it's immediately noticeable that people notice you. And like people look at you and laugh at you. It's so, it's like actually fun. When I had Tom Hank, People were all over it. Then Tom Hank 2, less people give a shit. What about Tom Hank 3? I I haven't really, I just got it. I kind of just got it. I just feel like Tom Hank, for some reason, it's like not, it doesn't, it stands out. But then when you add a, le- a number, 
there's almost this weird like it it's not as effective so i don't know also just... actually also wasn't tom hank california yeah so people were like that's really? a little more that's a little more I exciting i have to hang it i have to hang up my i have the plate that I. are they in your bathroom well they were but i think i might give them more primo placing in my apartment now like i want to like take them out of the bathroom Sounds like this is a job for framebridge.com slash who. Actually, I don't even know if we have a code anymore. Oh my God. Can you imagine if I had them frame my license plate? Actually, I can't imagine them have them flame framing my license Are plate. Are you kidding me? They would love <laughs> it. Yes. I can imagine that. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. I'm calling about you and Griffith and Alice Evans. I feel like some part of me thinks I already called about this, but I don't know why I would have. It was never relevant to anything. But I remember back in the old days of the internet, and I love the old internet drama because it was truly the Wild West. Ewan Griffith had a fan site that was, it was run by fans that made it, and he was financially supporting it somewhat and just being involved with the community. And then at some point, somebody on the forums of the fan site said something mean about his then-girlfriend, now-wife, soon-to-be ex-wife, and he pulled the plug, and he pulled all of his money out of the website, and then it was forced to shut down. Uh, so that was just, like, a funny thing that happened in the early days of the Internet involving this couple that I still think about because it's just the kind of deranged stuff that happened on the Internet early on. Anyway, me and Greece, and inside, crunch, crunch. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. I just called about uh, Ewan Griffith and Alice Evans, and I left out an important part of it. I was on the IMDb message boards back in the day because I was cool like that. And anyway, there was an account on IMDb that was getting in fights with people on the message board on Ewan's page, and people thought it was her. And there was, like, this whole thing going around that she had created an IMDb message board profile to argue with his fans in the comment section of his IMDb page. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's just another part of the deranged early days of the internet. All right, bye. There was a conspiracy that she was commenting in, like, in the message board of his IMDb, like his wife, which, like, honestly, now seeing all of this drama now, I'm like, oh, I kind of believe that. That's a very early internet thing to oh, do. God. To, like, whenever you thought you had control over things. Well, and also you, and you paying, did. I mean, she implied that he was, like, paying to support his fan community in a way, maybe paying for the website or paying for, like, some sort of, like, upkeep or whatever. Like, that is mm -hmm. very early internet where that was a thing yeah. that celebrities could do and maybe would do you know the only forums that i was like super 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 active on were rotten tomatoes forums they're all gone now they've been deleted they don't even exist on the internet anymore. the forums that i was super active on were oh no they didn't forums when i was maybe a little bit older but when i was younger was i active on forums i don't think i was active early on any forums when I was like 17, 18, 19, 17, No, oh, I know. You were a big right. movie poster. Rotten Tomatoes. And it was like tens of thousands of posts. Oh, like Rotten live Tomatoes journal? Does that count? No, those are not really forums. That's like No, that is, I mean, we all had Zangas and... Well, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think if I was active on any forums. I definitely read like fanfic, but I didn't like comment yeah. about it. I didn't really give yeah, back to the yeah. community with my own comments. Okay, next call. Last comment. Uh, hi, Who Weekly. I just had to pause the podcast because you were talking about uh, Mark L. Wahlberg, who to me is iconic as the host of the large National Apartment Association Conference. Uh, multiple times over the years, I have attended this event. I used to work for a uh, luxury property management company and they would send us to this conference to learn apartment things, and he is a host, and he does a wonderful job. He's very personable, very nice. Um, one time I saw him interview Michael Phelps. One time I saw him interview Will Smith. 
So some big some big names, and he he holds his own. He's a, a a very nice man, and he makes a lot of jokes about not being the other Mark Wahlberg. So there you go. Uh, crunch, crunch, Garjo, yummy pop, uh, me and Grease. I can't even imagine, and I honestly would love to see what Mark L. Wahlberg's bit is for the National Apartment Association conference. Like to me. The ultimate challenge would be writing like a good, every year writing a good like opening monologue for the National Apartment Association Conference. And I would like to see any accomplished comedian write a good monologue for the National Apartment Association Conference, you know? The thing about supers is sometimes they're not. It's like broker's fees or like, see, I don't even know. I don't even know what that would be. I guess they're the brokers. The National Apartment Association envisions a world, (laughs) envisions... Sure, same. The National Where everything is an apartment? <laughs> it, I, Lindsay, yes. The National Apartment Association envisions a world where rental housing is a valued partner in every community. You want a city where every house is an apartment? Have you been to New York? Every house mm-hmm. is an apartment. <laughs> I was on their website and I was absolutely shook by the thumbnail image that I saw in Uh-oh. the center of their website that looks like it was designed in maybe 2006. Yeah, by Markel Wahlberg. Okay? <laughs> so I'm looking and it says... 2021 apartmentalize and apparently apartmentalize is what they call their yearly conference oh i love that and it says join us at apartmentalize now held august 31st through september 2nd in chicago Ooh. they have a they have a closing speaker Lindsay. who is it just i want to see the 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 area where you would okay, guess. Just give, like, give me, me a random who? no give no me i'm not like... going to give you any details i want to see where you just default to who would be speaking at the closing general session for the 2021 apartmentalize i immediately think it could be like a shark like Shark Tank. Oh, Shark. Okay. Mm, okay. No, that's a that's a that's helpful. Just like a business. That's person. where I would have gone to. Yeah. Okay. Who is it? Now I'm going to correct you and say, well, that is a good guess, and that is exactly where my mind would have gone. It's actually one of our most A-list actors, uh, and I'm saying actors as a gender-neutral term as it should be. What? <laughs> How much money do these apartment people have? One of the most respected. Okay actors Give in the country. Give me a movie she's been in. Fences. Wait, what? It's not <laughs> Viola Davis. It's Viola no, Davis. No, it's not! It's, Viola Davis is speaking to the National Apartment Association what at the, the end of, oh, beginning of September. is Viola Davis saying to the National Apartment Association conference people? <laughs> she's saying thanks for the money. Mark, I could see him riffing. He's not that Mark Wahlberg. We got out jokes about apartments. Viola Davis is doing what? <laughs> she would begin her speech with like, I'm here to talk about the importance of home. And oh, then like God, you'd you're start right. crying. You're right, you're right. I would be more apt to think they would have like Pitbull. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't, someone who just would get up there and like sing or whatever. You know what I mean? But I went to her um What's her speaking AAE thing? website. You know what it is? Do you want to guess? Because I have it. Uh, 50K. Mm-mm. Less? She's Higher. worth that. Higher? Okay, good. Uh, 80K, 100K? It's a lot. Between 100 and 200 is her speaking Wow. Thing. Okay, well, she's yeah. worth it. I, I thought low it. because sometimes I always I always overshoot on those, but I and mm-hmm. then I don't realize how little some people are willing to do for that stuff because it's it's relatively an easy gig you in the long run of things for them, you know. But she's worth. Her speaking, her speaking topics are so funny. 
What are her speaking topics? Her speaking is apartments topics on one her of them? Speak- is apartments I mean, one? It says an inspirational voice who she discusses is. her career and how overcoming adversities and preconceived restrictions have contributed True. to becoming a stronger woman. The journey of a hero. They're like, that's our apartment chat person. This woman who speaks about overcoming adversities and becoming a hero and a strong woman. That's who we need for our apartment conference. Can you imagine them reaching out to her? Her her agent calls her and says, "Hey, the National Apartment Association conference people called again. They want you back this year." She's like, "All right." Takes out her notebook labeled apartments. <laughs> she would say, "Oh, you mean the easiest one fifty I ever made?" And then yeah. they giggle, and then she'd be like, "Yeah." And it's like, "Okay, yeah, raise it to 200 She and literally like, yeah, opens a browser yeah. with like a new house in it, and she's like, "All right." <laughs> The irony of using the money from the National Apartment Association conference to, <laughs> to buy yourself buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's new construction. No, they tore down a building. <laughs> it used to be apartments, actually. <laughs> okay, that's amazing. Congratulations to everyone involved. <laughs> I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> What when I sleep on other beds, what is there I else get to say mad. Is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it. It's, it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix Rude. so much so rude everybody is unique and i mean everybody two words because everyone sleeps differently their bodies are different and that's why helix has several different mattress models to choose from each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences i'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper some people are back sleepers some people are exclusively side sleepers there's a helix mattress for all of you not only is the helix the best mattress i've ever slept on the setup was fast and easy their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door you just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing plus helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model and if you don't want to take our word for it helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by gq and wired magazine it's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep helix is offering up to 30 percent off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Hey, Bobby and Lindy. So when I was younger, I remember my friend told me this rumor about, like, Queen Latifah potentially being gay or whatever. And I know she's a them. Obviously, she's a them. But I'm very intrigued in her who partners. Ebony Nichols, at least according to Google, and how, like, they, like, secretly maybe, like, married and have a child together. Have you ever covered them before? And, like, Ebony Nichols apparently is, like, a major choreographer and has stuff on TV shows I'm watching. Like, like, who is she? And also, why has Queen Latifah still not said anything about this? Like, why not pull a Nisi Nash? I'm just fascinated. So if you have a second and want to cover this, 
and let me know more because I like was sort of unaware of how much knowledge is out there about this. Like that'd be great. All right. Me inside. Crunch, crunch. I'm curious actually, and I don't think I remember, but when Girls Trip came out, she was in, Mm -hmm. that was a huge movie. Queen Latifah was great in it. Right. Mm hmm. Was this talked about? Because I feel like when Queen Latifah, people, the answer is could be like, oh, because people aren't really talking about Queen Latifah as much anymore. But I would argue mm-hmm. they are. Whenever she does a big movie, she's amazing. And people do talk about her. And I feel like. And also the Equalizer's like the biggest new show on television. Is like it? the Equalizer's humongous. Is it really yeah, called it got the Equalizer? Like, what is it got equal? like bonkers ratings. Oh, it's And it's literally just she, like. A, what is she equal? It's a procedural. What's, it's a, a, what's it's an a, Equalizer? She is a divorced single mother who acts as a vigilante for justice while pursuing her own vendettas. <laughs> she shows up and she says, I'm going to make all things here equal. In the original movie that this is based on, oh, the I didn't equalizer know was Denzel Washington. Yeah, it's the it's uh... the same as the movie, that, the Denzel Washington movie. But now it's Queen Latifah is the equalizer. It's a great, I think that's a great role for her. I don't know. I like, I think she's good in everything she does, to be honest. I never, I've never seen Queen Latifah really be bad. Even Last Holiday to me was good. I think objectively Last Holiday. I think people really love Last Holiday. Okay. I like it. So I guess the point is, is like my question really like Queen Latifah has never had this like thing where she like came out like she never really was like, Mm. I'm gay and like did press around it or did whatever around it. She just Mm -mm. dates women and like has a kid with one. And like, it's just something that if you Google it, you a lot of people I don't think know, but it's not really a secret. It's just a thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess in that way, it is kind of revolutionary, you know? It's revolutionary, but it's also like... I do want her to. I have plenty have a of thing. like, j- like you know, like as a gay person, like when I hear about someone's coming out story, sometimes the impulse is to say like, just come out already. Like you have, you have all the support in the world. Like you're so famous or whatever. But like I do think like in this particular age bracket that Queen Latifah is in, and also the fact that she is a woman, like I think that the generation she's from and everything, like I understand the hesitancies there to do this. It's very like Jodie Foster as well, who's never really come out, but like kissed her wife or whatever right, at the Golden it's, Globes. Right, and know? it's not like you would never say that Jodie Foster is like ashamed or hiding anything. Like if anything, no. it's like maybe you at do, one point you do maybe like one, one Google though, and this woman has been like out and proud like for. Mm basically most of her adult life at this yeah. point but you're right like there was no like barbara walters interview there nope. was no like award acceptance where she was like and i'm gay you know like there there really was no like quote unquote moment that stuck that sticks in people's mind and queen latifah has the same kind of thing what's interesting is i don't know that she's played like an out and proud lesbian since set it off um one of her early movies one of the best movies of the 90s actually um if you haven't seen it but she's like a lesbian in that movie. Like she has a girlfriend. Like it's a very like sexy role, sort of a typically sexy gay role for Queen Latifah. And that sort of stopped. And I think she's mostly played it straight if she's playing someone who's like open about their sexuality and something. But on the flip side, in real life, she doesn't hide the fact that she's seemingly romantically involved with women because there are plenty of women that she's sort of been openly, you know, holding hands with being intimate Here's with my, around the world. Wait, can I you make know? a guess? Hmm. This is weird, but I think my maybe my guess as to why Queen Latifah isn't didn't have that moment is maybe she dated people in the past who are still closeted. Or maybe like they had oh, a yeah, moment yeah. and like because I feel like if I feel like that could be Jody as well. 
like you basically could make connections or like look in the press and kind of see moments where, oh, Queen Latifah was hanging out a lot with ex-celebrity mm-hmm. and they were essentially dating. So maybe that's the reason like she's prote- they're like protecting people in a way, mm-hmm. you know? I think that makes as much sense as anything else. Okay, right. But I also until like I know we've talked about Ebony in the past because this came up. It was like Queen Latifah has a girlfriend and it's like, yeah, she's been dating allegedly, apparently been dating this woman, Ebony Nichols, for a really long time. But like time not even allegedly, since... like it's true. Like she is. <sighs> well, that, well, this is the this is the story I went on so for a while kind of when you when you look for proof of their relationship on the internet you're gonna find it in not the dark corners of the internet but the little more like unscrupulous corners of the internet like radar but like in people it calls they call her her girlfriend that's what I was gonna say that's new and rare the surprising thing to me which I don't think I'd ever seen before in people magazine the most celebrity friendly magazine in America they call them girlfriends and that is a three-year-old story that has not been corrected so I I would say because of if, that, they would sue the shit out confirmed. of them. Yeah, I mean, people yeah. would never print Or they would just they say, were... hey, take it down. Well, I mean, people would just never print that without quote-unquote permission, I think. They're mm-hmm. not willing, they're not, like, going to get their, they're not going to get their Queen Latifah access revoked over, like, a slideshow photo, no? Like, that's literally what this is, right? With them walking down the streets of New York, arm in arm, okay? That's fine, but the thing is, like, the the new rumor is that Ebony not only carried a baby for the two of them, she's already given birth and she gave birth like a year or so ago. Like right. there's no way to know when because she's and it been never private. But what out. I would say is like if Queen Latifah is going to be this fiercely private about her sexuality and her like relationship, of course she's not going to fucking talk about this baby. That baby yeah. is nowhere on people. The baby is not being <laughs> written about anywhere legitimate. Right. It's only being written about in on radar, right. on random websites you've never heard of, and on like the sun from the UK. I still believe it because they have the photos. There are photos of Ebony with this baby. You know, Queen Latifah is so aggressively A-list. She, of course, has one of the most powerful and famous mm. and well-known publicity firms in Hollywood. So essentially, that's to say... Which one? But it's essentially like a lot of these women who worked at other PR places started their own company. And uh-huh. now this company the is like lead. huge. The lead company. Ooh, and good name. it's like Rihanna. It's Lady Gaga. It's Reese Witherspoon. It's it's Queen Latifah. It's just like, these are the people. Oh, Charlize Theron, Will Smith, Jennifer Garner. You know, like. So they pulled their clients into. They yeah. can do whatever they want. Yeah. If you have what I guess the reason the I bring that up, it's like if Queen Latifah doesn't want the press to know about something, they're not going to know about it because she pays the most powerful people in the business. Well, also, as you know, PR people leverage their other clients for mm-hmm. their clients. So they'll say, yeah. hey, you if you say something about Queen Latifah that we don't like, you get no Reese Witherspoon. And yeah. you know you love Reese Witherspoon. You know your readers yeah. want more Reese Witherspoon. You will get none of her. And it's like, hey, I know you could easily buy those photos of Ebony and the baby and put them on your website, but what if we gave you an exclusive with X? And these are all obviously hypothetical scenarios, but that's how these places work. And also, like, whenever you choose a publicity firm or whatever, a lot of what you're paying for is, like, their contact list. They know everyone. Yeah, they know everyone. Sorry, I want to know more about Ebony. They met when Queen Latifah was on Dancing with the Stars, and Ebony was not a dancer. She was not a pro. She She was was a choreographer. choreographer. So they have their their pros, the ones that dance with the celebrities which is who they usually fall in love with this mm-hmm. is a new version of that yeah. where queen latifah fell in love with the choreographer of a bunch of the dances that were on yeah. the show and she was a former laker dancer which i 
fucking love. She was a Lakers girl. Yeah. And after Dancing with the Stars, I guess Queen was allegedly with another woman at the time. Queen already was in a relationship. And then uh, that relationship sort of fell apart. Mm-hmm. Then they start dating after becoming friends on Dancing with the Stars. They've been together for, it looks like, 10 years. They're like, you find moments where, oh, they broke up. Then they got back together. But it looks like they're fully right. back together. And she's like a, she's like kind of, her choreography list, the things that she's choreographed is she's like prolific. iconic. Yeah, It's right? all over it's the like place. prolific. She's, she's still choreographing music videos. She choreographed Jumanji too. She choreographed uh, Lindsay. Remember this? Listen. What if we were all comfortable in our own shoes? Just the way we are. See, perfect, isn't it? No, not the Crocs musical. She choreographed the Crocs musical. Starring Drew Barrymore. I have to say, can you imagine choreographing a a dance where a bunch of people have to dance in Crocs? That would be really hard. I can barely walk in my Crocs, let alone dance in them. You gotta make sure you're not slipping They're very comfortable. They're very comfortable, but, and they don't slip inside. No, they they have, they they don't slip inside. They have good tread, but I'm just saying they're, they're a little clunky for movement. So you really need to, um, you would really need to take care of that. And I, she has to be very talented to do that. She also choreographed the United States versus Billie Holiday, which just came out. So she's which like, just came out. She's, she's like working. Right. And working. Lindsay, you know what else she choreographed? Hmm. She choreographed the dances and the movements and the high note. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, this is interesting. So the only people that did report that, oh, they have a baby or someone has a, a Queen, Queen Latifah's a mom. See first ever photos of secret baby with fiance Ebony Nichols was Radar. Radar has nothing Radar, to lose. Yeah. They have relationships with no one. They don't give a shit. They don't really need exclusives. They just like take what they can. There are photos of Ebony with the baby pushing the baby, but there are no photos of Queen Latifah with the baby. They're like, mixing a weird thing where Queen Latifah is going to some medical place with photos of the baby. So it's kind of uh-huh. actually confusing. They're doing weird double duty on this. I think yeah. I don't I, I that's kind of that yeah. makes it purposefully confusing. But I guess they broke up at one point, then they got back together, and now we have proof that at least Ebony has a baby. But if they're together, we can safely assume allegedly that they have this baby together. That is their They are sharing together. custody of this child. Right. They are parenting. They are this parenting this child, child together. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Love it. I love it too. And I had no idea the baby was in the picture. We haven't done like spawn in a while, like celebrity spawn, hashtag spawn, not actual spawn. We just did actual spawn. We mean hashtag spawn. Um, we have a uh-huh. good run of some various new hashtag spawns that the celebs, the who lebs are engaging in. Um, we'll, we're going to kind of go through this quickly. We'll show we'll you do a, a rapid fire. Here yeah. we go. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Um, just had a quick question about Ty Pennington. We currently saw him in a commercial for the Virginia Lottery, which seems very hooey. Um, and then I looked him up on Wikipedia, and it turns out his real name is Gary Tigert, that is T-Y-G-E-R-T, Burton, which that is ridiculous. Um, so can you just tell us if Ty Pennington is a who or a them? Thank you. Women belong in balloons. Bye. Does anything bring you back to... 2003 like ty pennington yelling you know like what a specific vibe that is you know <laughs> move that bus <laughs> you know it was like Wait, the, you watched it right we all watched it of course it was like primetime family shit we love that mm-hmm. shit we love those high mortgages that no one could afford to pay after they left that no home. one could afford your home's been reappraised and now it's out of your budget <laughs> Like truly, like truly. And it's like, we put a, we put an aquarium in every bathroom and now you can't afford to take care of the fish. It's like, move that bus. That's like Randall Jenkins. He's going to help you refinance. (laughs) It's like, oh God. God, It's like not funny. It's like truly bleak that they did this to people. Okay. Next spawn. Next Next spawn. Boston Rob from Survivor. 
is doing Weight Watchers Spawn on Instagram. And I just need to know that I'm not the only person in the world who cares about this. Thank you. You're not the only person in the world who cares about that. That's one of the last, I mean, Survivor has been on for 100 seasons at this point, but I stopped watching probably season five-ish and he was season four. So I was very into Boston Rob. Boston Rob was a true character in that season. Let me hear it. Clearly he's still relevant. Let me hear his spawn. Let me hear his Weight Watchers ad. Well, if I play it over audio, it's just a Sia song because he doesn't actually speak in it. It's just like a Sia song. And then he uses the TikTok or the Instagram reels copy to make the... Weight Watchers copy, excuse me, WW copy appear on screen. That is good copy. Sorry, I rarely get excited about advertising copy, but that being on Weight Watchers is not like starving on an island. And I would know I am Boston Rob from Survivor. Oh, speaking of television, Lindsay, I didn't tell you. Oh my God. Wait, what? I finished Frasier last night. I'm oh, done. congratulations. Thank you. How do you Thank feel? You. Accomplished or just like. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm happy to have it out of my life. <laughs> Uh, Rosamund Pike started a psychedelic meditation uh, app. Help. Uh, and I'm so lucky to be with you. Give me my shadow. You know, I think I need to start doing meditation after seeing what Rosamund Pike decided to do with her awards. Can you play that clip, please? Rosamund Pike went on Ellen. Ellen, who is really made it through the fire uh, and came out stronger on the other end, was on Ellen talking about her Golden Globe win for I Care A Lot and said this. So I, I bury them in the garden with a little bit showing up so you could, you know, have an enticing glimpse of a hand. Rosamund Pike buries her awards. If it was anyone but Rosamund Pike, I would say that's a joke. Because, like, you know, they love to, like, lie, essentially, in, in interviews as, like, a gag to see if they can get away with it. A lot of actors do mm-hmm. that. You know that. And, yeah. like... I think somebody came, I forget who it was, but somebody came out and said like 85% of things I've ever said in interviews is untrue. And I was like, I believe Mm -hmm. it. The point is that Rosamund Pike is telling Ellen that she buries her awards in the garden with like a little bit of gold peeking out for like a bit. And now I need to erase that from my mind. That is so creepy and funny and good. Well, the thing about her explanation that is so stupid, even though, yes, I do believe she does this because she does seem like a weirdo is that she says, like, what am I going to do? Put them on a shelf? Then people come over and they're like, what's going on with these awards? Like, what, what is this? Like, am I supposed to talk about them? It's like, yes. yeah. So the alternative is they go into your backyard and they say, what are those things poking out of the ground? It's like, those are two equally weird questions. But also, like, you have to talk about them. It's your job. It's like someone yeah. coming to your house and seeing, like, something that you do, the evidence of also, something like, that you sweetie, do every day. we know day. you won. Right. We know you won. We know you're gone, girl. Hey, Roz, like, what are these, like, gold things, like, poking up in your backyard? <laughs> Oh, that's What's just my golden H-F-P-A? globe for I care a lot. <laughs> okay, but he, let's let's get back to her meditation app. I want to read to you the whatever. Let me read you the caption. And this is directed at Bobby as the consumer. Okay. 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 Are you interested in exploring your subconscious? Yes. I am creative director of a new psychedelic inspired meditation app, Luminate, based on two years of research into the effects of the st- stroboscopic light on brain Mm -hmm. function the mobile app uses stroboscopic light sequences from your phone's flashlight oh my god to neurologically guide you into an altered state of consciousness all you need is 10 minutes to yourself in a darkened room and the camera light on your phone i promise it's that wild and that easy since i started using the app during its initial testing phase god that is so dangerous yeah let us flash some light your face we're testing it i have experienced deep inner awareness through the total incredible kaleidoscope of colors created by my subconscious download luminate now wherever you buy your apps and let me know about your journey what the 
I got fuck it. is she selling? I'm going to try it tonight. According to the app images on the app store, it says effortlessly explore your subconscious. That's what I want to do. Access a deeply meditative semi-psychedelic state. Of course, I want to do it. No skill. No skill required. <laughs> Just well, n- none. Well, none whatsoever. Good for you. Our technology does the hard work. And then it says, wait, I want to open the app and I'm just going to see what happens really quickly. It says, welcome to Luminate. So far, no Roz. I'm hoping for Roz to pop up, but she's not here. Yeah, she's just the creative director. Oh, it's not launched yet. <laughs> you can't even do it? I don't have an early access code. I got an email Roz's publicist. <sighs> now that I have his email and he won't tell me about how old she is, maybe he'll give me a fucking early access code to this app. Oh my God, I can't wait for you to respond to an email that you already sent that he turned you down and say, hey, I'm back. Speaking of Roz, I saw she has a new app. Could I get access? <laughs> okay, next call. Halle Berry has her own fitness video company thing. Um, and she's obviously a them, but is that hooey behavior? Um, but also I'm like kind of into it and maybe she can be like Jane Fonda. Um, so yeah, crunchy, crunchy. I think Halle Berry positioning herself as like the Love new this. Jane Fonda is perfect. It's Love perfect. this because if you get enough press about being older and hot, and I'm not saying she Halle Berry I think is old. I really don't. She's 54. I do not consider that to be old. But what the press that she's getting is, can you believe how hot she is at 54? And if you're already in that zone, you might as well monetize that zone. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. people are looking yeah. at you. This is kind of like Liz Hurley bikini thing, which is mm-hmm. another version of this, a darker version than releasing your own fitness kind of fitness routine or whatever but she's clearly and, she's clearly partnering though she's not really creating her own jane fonda thing she's partnering with an app fit on app to do yeah. like workouts her own workouts and it's like oh this app existed and you could like join the app and do workouts with these trainers but like wouldn't you rather do workouts with halle berry you know I mean, like wouldn't uh, you rather watch yes. halle berry on your tv i mean yes and have her do always that stuff? i would love to watch it and i don't think it's hooey though i think it is actually quite themmy but you know what i would rather do watch BAPS while I do sit-ups, you know? Like, that would be better (laughs) for me, I think. (laughs) You know? How do you feel? I'd rather just watch Gothica for the first time and sit on the couch because I've never seen Gothica. Okay, but you have to do an exercise. You could lift weights. You have your dumbbells back. I'll use... I have my... (laughs) I have my dumbbells that have, that were in your car for a year. Yeah. And then finally, I got my dumbbells back. I have my kettlebell as well. It really is a, f- a metaphor that you conveniently mo- used my car to move some stuff and left dumbbells in there as if like, like very like Kathy of you. <laughs> like, oops. Or, you'd be like, do you need these? I'd be like, no, I got everything out that I need. I was like, n- I was like, do you need these dumbbells? Like, and do finally you one day, them? Lindsay was like, I'm driving to your apartment and you have to take these dumbbells out of my car. They've been here for a year. And I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. Put them under I'll my tell bed. you one thing. If the dumbbells had been in the car when the car was crashed, you would have never ever seen them again. They were not. They That's were not true. coming. I thought about that. I thought. I don't about know that. if you thought about that, but yeah, like they oh, were not coming oh from God. the wreckage. I'm fine. My car was hit and run, but the they were not being they were not being excavated from the wreckage of the vehicle. They would have lived. No. Yeah. No. There. Forever. No. Okay. So you're lucky you you're lucky you got them back by force. I was talking about how you were involved in the research of this new company that like as this new form of meditation. What Rosman Pike is doing is very hooey. What Halle Berry is doing is like yeah. peak themy. It's a, it's right. a company that already existed and they were like we need a them to be to put on right. the face of this thing and they got Halle Berry. Right. That's themy. It's That's them-y. different. Right. You're right. There's a huge difference here. Like Roz is telling you to, fl- you to flash your flashlight and your light about your face a bunch of times. <laughs> Halle's like do some <laughs> jumping jacks. You know, like I'm willing. Halle's like oh. You've never heard of this Huey Fitness Company, Respin X Fitton. Like, these are new words for right. me. I've never seen right. these. That's Huey. Hallie is the them. They yeah. needed a them. Uh-huh. They got it. Uh-huh. 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 
It was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case under out the bed. Your linens, sweeties. The lin it's time it's linen season, honey. Oh. Oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to you. I hate middlemen. I hate and Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Um, I'm just curious. I have a peanut allergy, <laughs> um, which I feel like is like a them of allergies. Like peanut allergies are pretty um, common or widespread. Anyway, <laughs> um, what are some hooey allergies? Um, on the spectrum of, like, who would have them allergies, like, I don't know, like, strawberries or something. I don't know. Anywho. Um, okay. But wait, my second question is, do we, are we aware of any, like, celebrity allergies? Like, is, like, is Jennifer Aniston, like, can she not have soy? And I'm not talking about, like, the gluten, celiac, like, myth or whatever. I'm not, sorry, not myth. That's rude. Um, whatever. But you know, you know what I mean. All right. Crunch, crunch. Wait, what about Aiza Gonzalez, who's allergic to everything? Yes, Aiza Gonzalez is allergic to everything. But the first one I thought of was Jason Manzoukas, who's like iconically allergic to eggs. I feel like there are a lot of celebrity allergies that you come across, but they really aren't spoken about. I feel like a lot of celebrities are lactose intolerant. They talk about that a lot. But peanut allergy Uh, is a them of allergies that we can agree. It's like the number one allergy that everybody's concerned with for the first like 15 years of your life. Yeah. You know who's allergic to shellfish? We just talked about her. Halle Berry's allergic to shellfish. Yeah, that's also a them of, that's a them of allergies as well. Shellfish, peanuts, I think another them of allergies is just seasonal, because <laughs> I have those. <laughs> seasonal allergies are them. Seasonal. Um, seasonal. I'm trying are to think of other things that are- you pineapple now? Didn't we find it you're allergic yeah, to pineapple? Yeah, we, we had this whole thing on the Patreon. Wait, did you go to the, what did the allergist say? Oh, I haven't, I have to get my blood work done. We didn't do food. Oh, okay. But I am allergic to apples and pineapple, but- which is oh. funny because it's two apples, but they're very different. Okay. The point is, is that peanuts, shellfish, seasonal, what other allergies? Dog and cat, but all the dog and cat? Domesticated pet allergies, absolute thems. Like, I don't care if you're allergic to like giraffes. Food though. I think the top food ones are shellfish and peanuts. Yes. I would almost say anything below that, it starts getting hooey. Like shellfish right. and peanuts are so common. They're the normal ones that then you start, it just immediately gets granular. Well, like, also it's just wait, like, wait, I have another one. Lactose. Hmm. Lactose. Oh, lactose. But is that an allergen? 
Or is yes. that an allergy or is that just an intolerance? Oh, you're right. It's an intolerance. <laughs> you're, right. you're right. It's an intolerance. It's like a, glut- it's like a gluten intolerance. Right, because celiac and like lactose intolerance are like different than like allergies or whatever. Yeah. They're, but they're, they're, you know, they're similar treated, but they're different. Gluten intolerance, celiac is themy. Lactose intolerance, themy. <laughs> but you're right. I'm those are, sure those are allergy. like different. Can, okay, we don't need a doctor to tell us the answer to this. We're just going to say it. But as far as allergies go, your peanut allergy is themy. Although I will say, I've heard about a lot of people getting over their peanut allergies via like eating a little bit of peanut for a long yeah. time. So I would, don't, don't hurt yourself, but maybe experiment. Yeah, this is a my, big. Um, this is a huge thing on TikTok, by the way. Is people like showing the process of getting rid of their allergies? This one girl used to eat a tiny piece of a carrot every day for like four months. She's still eating it, I think. But also, we're not recommending that you do this. This is not an allergy podcast. Talk to your doctors before you follow a TikTok trend about getting rid of allergies. Hi, um, Billy Eichner. Why doesn't he have a podcast? Seems like the perfect candidate to have a podcast. And I think I would actually listen to it. Crunch, crunch. This is such an interesting question because the answer is like very allegedly. But what I think the reason he doesn't have a podcast is because he's smart. He's trying to be an A-list celebrity. He's trying to be a movie star. You don't do it to become one. You do it once you already are one. Exactly. You go backwards. Or if you're happy at the if you're happy at the area where you are. You want to give people less access to you. Starting a podcast is a terrible idea. It's easy to get money. It's easy to make a few, make some bucks quickly or whatever, like, or not. If you're you know. famous, hell yeah. Right. It's an easy way to make money once you've already done what you want to do. But I do think it does, de- quote unquote, devalue you as a asset if you're just available for free on mm. the internet once a week. And he is trying to, you know, he's been trying to, like, become an A-lister for a long time. He's trying to get that... Gay rom com. Yeah, it's happening. He's been talking about this gay rom com for years. It finally has a release date. I think next summer. I'm so excited like, for him. He's not gonna launch a podcast when he's trying to no. like reintroduce himself as like an A list gay comedian. Billy Eichner worked too hard to go from New York City comedian type to get your own TV show to be in the Lion schlubby, King. Schlubby, right, to New get, York City comedian right. type specifically. <laughs> like he was right. like, I'm in a T-shirt. I I'm you. Like he's no longer that guy anymore. But now he's like, I am a fucking celebrity. And if you I think I'm going to, to do a, a podcast, if you think I'm going to do a podcast like my old fellow com- New York City comedians, you are Absolutely. fucking kidding yourself. It's got to be what's happening. Yeah. I love it. Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. Long time, long time. Sorry to call about this. It's very strange, but I am in the middle of a Top Chef rewatch, and I came across a weird fact that Antonia, one of the contestants, um, her boyfriend and the father of her child is Heavy D, the rapper, which I, I don't know why that seems so strange, but I feel like... That is something that more people should know or talk about. I don't know. Does this news shock you as much as it shocks me? Perhaps not. However, Heavy D, do you think he's a whore then? Crunch, crunch. Bye. Even, I'm not, I wouldn't say like I'm a Top Chef stan, but I do like mm-hmm. Top Chef a lot. And she's mm-hmm. a big Top Chef, like, standout. Like, she's like one of the Top Chef contestants you really remember because she's wonderful. She was on... um Season four, she was on um, the Chicago season. And she was on All Stars, I'm sure. And All Stars. Her first season was the one with like Richard Blaze. Her second season, it was the All Stars with um, 
with like also Richard Blaze, but also what's it? Mike Isabel, uh, you know, like it was Spike, fucking Spike. Like that was that Brian Voltaggio, the Voltaggio brothers. That was like the peak. That was when I was still watching Top Chef. So Antonia is one of those sort of like Boston Rob when Top Chef was was my show. Antonia was one of my favorite people. I had no idea she was in a relationship with Heavy D. I had no idea she had a baby with Heavy D. I also forgot that Heavy D died 10 years ago. Like, he died very tragically young of a pulmonary embolism. And and Antonia is someone who's still sort of doing television and stuff. Like, it's sort of like, oh, what's she up to? She's still just doing food TV here and there. She was just on an episode of Selena and Chef that I watched. I might put a clip and it was cute. Uh, wait, doesn't she also own like a few restaurants? Like that's kind of yeah. what Top Chef people oh, do. Yeah. That's a lot of work yeah. too, just owning restaurants. She owns a couple of restaurants in Los Angeles. And the thing that and the thing about it though is that a thing that Top Chef people do is they and they start fucking restaurants, but those restaurants I would say usually close simply because restaurants usually close. Most restaurants don't last. Right. Even even a celebrity restaurant is hard yeah. to stay open. It's yeah. not it doesn't take like just because you're famous from Top Chef doesn't mean you have this like successful restaurant. Plus there's mm-hmm. now so many Top Chef people. I mean they're it's like it's, they're just everywhere. Just based on what I know, like pe- a lot of people stand Antonia. Antonia Lafaso was her name. She is great. But the reason I wanted to put this after the podcast, the reason it's interesting that I wanted to keep this call is because when I was looking up like Heavy D and Antonia, because I didn't know much about their relationship, apparently they were together, they had a kid, and then they broke up because I listened to her an entire podcast interview about this. In 2013, she was on Aisha Tyler's podcast, Girl on Guy. The episode is now gone, right? I had to pay to get access to the archive of Girl on Guy from 2013 episodes, okay? So like, bought an access to her old episodes. I listened to the episode where Antonia is on Aisha Tyler's podcast. And I was just thinking like, Aisha Tyler was so ahead of the curve here. <laughs> you know, like that's what shocks me. And that essentially these episodes, unless you really want to pay money, they're not they're not transcribed. You can't search what was said on it. The only reason I know she talked about Heavy D was because someone talked about it on like a Reddit thread or a Lipstick Alley thread that was like, you can listen to her episode on Aisha Tyler's podcast. She talks about Heavy D for a long time. No transcript, no quotes. I had to actually do the work to get this stuff. But that's what I'm saying. Like to this day, it's still one of those things where podcast is still kind of like this no man's land of like yeah. lost conversation and lost information because unless like people magazine can't be out here listening to every single podcast that a celebrity's ever been on and now they are that's the thing now they like comb through celebrity podcasts with the fine tooth comb not eight years ago it's still it's still crazy to me how much maybe information we could have how much goss we could have but like don't have because like not that many people are talking about or writing down the stuff that they hear on the podcast that not many people listen to that happened to be two celebrities talking you know And it's going to start happening now. It already has because podcasts are being like automatically transcribed for whatever reason, like whether or not they want to comply with like ADA stuff or whatever. But like, or just because Apple does it automatically now, they automatically transcribe a lot of podcasts. So you can search within like just speaking. But like, there's probably a good 10 years of podcast conversations that will never be indexed and or they're just like lost to the world because they're behind some weird pay gate or they were like deleted off the RSS feed or like they hosted on some weird server that no longer exists. It's just like wild to me that the wild west of podcasting kind of is over, I think. Yeah. And all of these things are really, really just relics. Like this is a relic. This felt like dusty when I paid for it, you know? And it's so revealing. It's so revealing. I'll play a little bit of it here. One night, I was it was really, really busy in the restaurant. He came over to me and he was just like, if I can remember your number, 
will you just say your number and I'll be able to call you? And I was just like, it was the weirdest thing and it hasn't ever happened to me since. I was like, in that moment, and it was maybe five seconds, I was like, if I give this man my number, shit's going to be different. <laughs> Something's right. going to change. Right. Right. I can't explain it. It has never happened since. But there was like this hesitation where I was like, I don't know if I should. Right. But this isn't a regular guy. I mean, this isn't if, a throw away kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And even if I did give him my number, I don't have to call him. He doesn't, I can ignore the phone calls, but it was right. something weird. And, um, I gave him my number and we all started just like through like email. Like we, he lived on the West coast. So it was like those late night phone conversations forever. And it was like email and he had a really sick sense of humor the mm -hmm. way I did. And, yeah. um, you know, I would like make fun of his work. And <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he, like, but yeah. Heavy D. Who are them? I think definitely Antonia is a who, right? Antonia is probably a who, but a Top Chef them. As we always say them. when it comes to these shows, it's like they are kind of internally have their own ranking, but externally there's no Top Chef. It's tough to have what was who was the breakout from Top Chef. Like somebody called and was like, is anyone famous off ANTM? Like, is any one of them? And I'm like, except for Tyra, no. And that's like, we've answered that question before. But I do yeah. think, and like Drag Race also has kind of the same issues. Like, is any one of them from Drag Race? It's like, aside from RuPaul, I don't know. I don't really think so. Mm. Um, yeah. Same with Top Chef or whatever. Heavy D, I kind of feel like, I'm trying to think about the press that came when he died, which was so sad. And I remember seeing it and being like, what the fuck? Um, mm. I think he was themier than I thought, but still maybe a who. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> What do you think? I think he was a them. Heavy D and the, what about Heavy D and the boys? Is that a who were them? <laughs> I don't know who the boys are, I have to say. I don't remember who the, the boys I are. I don't know who the boys are. I know okay. who Heavy D is. I think he's a them. Okay. All right. I think he's a them. Okay. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Second time, long time. I just got done watching the incredible uh, Oprah interview with Harry and Meghan. And I think... The question that everyone has is, does the queen know who Tyler Perry is? Harry and Meghan couch surfed at Tyler Perry's house while they were homeless in L.A., but is someone at the palace having to explain to the queen who Tyler Perry is? We, we need to know. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Lindsay, does the queen know who Tyler Perry is? She didn't before. She does now. <laughs> she does now. That's the answer. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Um, I was laying awake in bed this morning at 5 a.m. I almost called you then, but I decided to wait. But laying in bed, thinking, is Paul Bettany a who or a them? Um, has somebody asked this already? And I like WandaVision is the moment. I think he's a them, but... Maybe I'm wrong. So, Paul Bettany, who are them? Me inside. Before WandaVision, I would have had a completely different answer, but now I have a new answer. Paul Bettany, who are them? One, two, three, them. Them, and especially now, I think. Yeah. Maybe he was like brief. He got like hooed because he was like kind of out of the spotlight, but the the WandaVision thing really bumped him back up. I mean, I love him from the movie Wimbledon. That's my favorite mm -hmm. Paul Bettany movie. So fucking and good. I, and I and I didn't really understand his impact in like the Marvel universe because I guess he's been Vision in, a, in a, like several movies, but like that that's lost on me. I would have called him like a character actor and not and not a them. But now it really seems like he's a them. Like this show kind of took him over the top for me. I didn't realize the the love people have for him and this character and like his 
oeuvre, you know? Yes. It is a big enough role to bump you up very quickly. Because it's almost like, when we were, were like, when Cardi B had yeah. Bodak Yellow, it was like, oh my God, she's them now. That song is like, yeah. the, WandaVision it has to be the equivalent of Bodak Yellow in terms of TV. For him and her. It has to be. It has to be. Because I've never thought about it like that. But it's like if a big movie came out and it made a gajillion dollars and it was like, oh, everyone's seeing this movie. Everyone's talking about it. It's kind of the equivalent of that. Everyone's seeing this show. Everyone's talking mm. about it. You know? Even my dad was like, I'm watching WandaVision. Although my dad also texted me that he watched Spring Breakers recently. Crazy movie, he said. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy movie, he said. <laughs> Put it on the poster. Well, crazy movie, says my dad. But yeah, I think I think it's the I think it 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 does enough. It did enough. Delroy Lindo, who are then. He gives off Zen vibes, but I think he's a true who. Thanks. Bye. Delroy Lindo. One, two, three. Who? who? I think he is who he is character actor then. Like he's yeah. been in a, I know. a billion things, but I don't think he has a, a a true real standout role, maybe until The Five Bloods. Yeah, I think he, when his name started being floated again when The Five Bloods came out, I was like, oh, interesting. Because like now he's not the character actor. He's actually like, a, he's one of the stars of the film. He's in every movie in the 90s. He's in so many things that he, and he is always like sort of a background character, which yeah. is sort of, I think, the angle for his Oscar play where it's like this guy who's in the, been your reliable guy for right. 30 years finally had this breakout role weirdly on in like a fucking shitty year where he might not be getting the attention that he deserves hi Lindsay bobby i just saw that they released the cast of the first ladies something series whatever but i saw that aaron Eckhart was um chosen to play gerald ford and i hadn't heard that name in a while so aaron Eckhart, who or them french french Aaron Eckhart, who were them? One, two, three. Who? who? He who did alert? not happen. It Stop happen. trying to make Aaron Eckhart happen. He didn't happen. He didn't happen. He Enough. Didn't happen. Okay. He didn't happen. Okay, moving on. Moving on. He didn't happen. Hi, Lizzie Bobby. This is me calling back again. Um, I realize this might be a who that question. It, probably. But um, another one. Loretta Devine. Who are them? I thought she was with them. Maybe not. I think she's with them, but... Okay, French. It's another situation. She's a character actor. She's in so many things. Everyone likes Loretta Devine. I know. I, think I don't know a, that she's I a think them. She's, she's a never them. been in her leading thing. I know, but I kind of think she's a them. You think she's I a them? Know. Yeah. I also just like her name. Also, like Loretta Devine. She just has a great. Oh, I just I love it. Okay, fine. She's a them. <laughs> I'm not making Aaron Eckhart a them though. I'm not. No, doing it. he never happened enough with him. I don't want to see. I don't want to see his dimple chin for at least okay, so ten years. Loretta Devine, one, two, three, them. Them. Yeah, she's a them. Okay. Okay. You're right. She's a them. People say I tend to go who heavy on this. Like I, I skew down and you skew up. So I'm trying to skew more in the middle. Rosetta Stone, who are them? And a follow up, Duolingo. <laughs> Rosetta Stone had its moment in the sun, and I'm going to say Rosetta Stone, one, two, three, who? I think Duolingo kind of took Rosetta Stone's, like, place, like, fully. Absolutely. Like, people don't say Rosetta, they're like, oh, I'm not going to, like, I'm going to, I'm going to do Rosetta Stone this. Like, they say, like, I'm going to Duolingo this. Like, it's fully replaced it as, like, the learning language them. Rosetta Stone was also, like, prohibitively expensive wait but also wait but there also is a rosetta stone the original rosetta stone that's a them that's a them the original rosetta stone is a them i guess wait do you think so like what happened was 
people used to think of Rosetta Stone as the app, but the then it reverted. Stone. It reverted back to the stone. Oh, so Rosetta Stone then, but Rosetta Stone the software. Who? So now when I hear Rosetta Stone, I'm like, oh, the stone with all the language with the language on it, like the stone with mm-hmm. the etchings, the etching stone. Okay. Okay. Do you agree? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But if I'm talking yeah. about learning language software, I'm Duolingo. Lindsay, guess where the Rosetta Stone was found? Oh, I know. Though I just looked it up. Say it. Memphis, Memphis Egypt. Memphis, Memphis Egypt. <laughs> the stone itself is a them. The software is a who. And Duolingo, one, two, three, them. Them, for sure. Them. them. The Rosetta Stone is so cool. Right. It's got two languages that help them decipher. It helped them to understand how, how yeah. it helped them uh, basically decipher like all sorts of ancient Egyptian Because it was stuff. Greek. It was Greek, uh-huh. ancient Greek, as well as hieroglyphics, yeah. hiero- hieroglyphics, hieroglyphics, hieroglyphics. Yeah. As well as hieroglyphics. And then it helped them kind of compare. It's like the, it's basically one of the only reasons people understand like Egyptian anything. Yeah. We stand the stone. We stand the stone. Sorry. We stand the stone. We stand the stone. We don't stand the software because we're too busy using Duolingo. Actually, we're ignoring our Duolingo notifications that are like, want to learn your language? Keep, want to keep oh, doing are it? Are you fucking like, kidding me? The ones I set up to go on a trip and I'm like, then like depressingly ignoring them for the full year because the trip was canceled. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly? Who's there? Our weekly call-in show. Call in at 619 who them if you want to leave questions, comments, concerns. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes. And rate and reviews on Apple Podcasts, please. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing the Rita song. And we'll see you on Tuesday with another episode of the main show. Bye. Bye.